we going to get this thing started? Are we going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. You know why we're going to do it? Because this, 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 this won't hurt a bit. Okay. We're back. We're what back. is this? What are, we doing? what are we talking about? What's not going to hurt this time? <laughs> Actually, it's, it might hurt a oh, little. Okay. We'll have hurted. Hurted? Hurted more than <laughs> the hurting last time. It hurt. It caused harm because we're going to talk about animal bites. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to. Ouchie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We bites. see this all the animal bites. time in the ER. I mean, every shift, it seems like there's someone who got bit by some form of a creature snake i imagine mm -hmm. snake bite especially in california a little rattlesnake bite yeah yes. a little beep beep a beep beep <laughs> yeah a little burp, burp. <laughs> little burp, burp. <laughs> that's the snake sound uh, maybe it's more like a what does the snake say is that what it says you know my son runs in the the hills here in california mm -hmm. and uh he sees snakes fairly often and um he always shows me his uh gps watch mm -hmm. which gives you your pace of running and he goes dad look at my watch See if you can work out when I saw the snake. He's running at like six-minute mile pace. Then he's running at four-minute mile pace. I'm like, I'm thinking around there. Um, but he was just telling me, I was just uh, like two days ago, first time this has ever happened. So he comes around the corner and he's jogging, and there's a rattlesnake in a coil uh -oh. standing up ready to strike with his rattle going. He's like, yeah. now that is a frightening sight. Yeah. Yes. Just a snake going by is frightening yeah. enough, but this guy had already been pissed off apparently by somebody and was ready right. to get down. What did he do? Ran very fast the other way. Yeah. Now, he was in front of the pack, and so all the freshmen, he's like, uh, turn around, children. We're mm -hmm. going this way. Oh, I would, yeah, I would try <laughs> yeah. to kick it and been like, bad snake, get out of here. That's the smart thing to do. Well, actually, when it comes to snake bites, mm -hmm. interestingly, men and women get bit differently by snakes. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on a second. I can yeah, figure this, this out. this is so good. So, <laughs> I'm going to say women... Uh, legs, mainly ankles and legs. Why? And because they're either running away from it or like trying to get away or something. And men are like wrists and face because they're like trying to wrestle with it and <laughs> grapple with it and be like really manly because they were trying to prove to the woman they were with, look at me, I'm still a caveman, I'm strong and I can protect you. And then they get bit on the face. You are so correct. Yes. Is it? And, what is, yes. and what's the other part that's often involved in this? In the bite? Yeah, in the bite. There's always one other element that makes it even more likely. That they get bit? Yes. There's a substance that young men do while impressing young women and try and oh, grab snakes. They're usually alcohol they're usually drunk. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I've always yes. said testicles plus alcohol. Right. Bad combination. <laughs> yeah, very bad. <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly right. Women tend to get bit like on the ankle or the leg. You know, it's usually the hiker who doesn't see the snake, yeah. doesn't know that they like stepped right next to it, pissed it off, and then they get bit on the leg. And the man, it, you know, not all men, but more likely to be uh, trying to be tough. Tough, yeah. Being an idiot. So, picking so it up, if I ever it. get bit by a snake, after I'm done wrestling with it and mm -hmm. I get bit in the face and the mm -hmm. neck and all that, then I should make sure it bites me in the ankle so that it backs up my story when I come to the ER and say, I wasn't trying to be tough. It bit me in the ankle. Mm -hmm. I dropped to the ground and then it attacked me. <laughs> there you go. You really thought about this. But that's definitely not the most common bite that we see in the really? ER. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess it's got to be dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dog bites. There's a lot of dogs. That's like a $4 billion industry in the pet world. What? What? Like biting buying, dogs? <laughs> no, no, like buying pet stuff. So it just means there's a lot of dogs there's out there. There's a lot of dogs. And a lot of those dogs are going to turn on you. <laughs> now, that's dog bites is the most common one we see in the emergency department. But what do you think is the most common bite 
out in the world, in sort of suburban world. And we're not talking Africa. Mosquito. Okay, I okay, didn't think about that. We're not domesticated animal. Yeah, oh. Not kingdom animal. Well, I have a domesticated <laughs> mosquito. Uh, His name's Henry. <laughs> he talks. He only lived for like two days, but then he had another. He was like an offspring. Uh, something um, bigger than a mosquito. So let's see. Common, worldwide. Um, let's do uh, first world, domesticated, more than dogs. People like cats. Uh, thank you. So people are probably bitten by cats. Infinitely more often I, than I t- they are by that, dogs. Yeah. That I totally believe because my dog has almost never bit right. me, and I love to wrestle with the cat. So right. the cat bites me all cat over the place. Bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah cats I, bite. I got the same. So my cat loves to wrestle, and then she'll bite you all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or every cat I've ever had. It's great. They bite you constantly. <laughs> so why, if you're being bitten by cats, are we only seeing dog? It's we don't we see cat bites in the emergency department, but it's really rare because cats much are just trying to play. So they're not going to break skin. A dog, if it's going to bite you, it's out for blood. I mean, some mostly. Yes, and that's sort of it's sort of exactly how it is. So cats mostly they'll bite you or they're going to nip at you, or even if they, you're having a fight with a cat, usually you like yeah, kick yeah. the cat and right. they go fly. If a dog <laughs> decides that it's pissed at you and bites you, yeah, it's going to bite you. Yeah, yeah, and you come to the emergency department. Because of the injuries of that. If a cat bites and you get a little fang mark, oh, that's fine. The only reason you'd come to the emergency department after a cat bite is because something happened. Mm-hmm. Like it got infected. Mm. Right. But if a right. dog bites you, uh, could you sew my arm back up, please? So is that right. mainly, would you say now more often the bites are from a canine unit or just stray dog or oh, pet dog? We do see that too. But we would you say more canine, that. like police attack bites? No, or it's no, just no, no. random dog I've bites? Se- I don't know the numbers on this, but I can just tell you personally, I've seen a lot more people get just get bit by a dog. Okay, okay. Yeah, a neighbor's dog or a stray dog sure. or their own dog. Um, the canine bites, not as common. Okay. And usually much more damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a dog that's trained right. in the great to do art its job. of taking you out. <laughs> to take you down. Yeah, I can imagine. It's pretty bad. So, Dave, which one do you think is worse, a cat bite or a dog bite? Oh, geez. I, I'm going to – I want to say dog, but I'm going to default on cat because I'm sure it's cat. And I'm probably it's probably got some sort of weird, like, bacteria it's picked up in the cat litter box. Actually, that's sort of a brilliant answer. Really? Yeah, it's a really good answer. Okay, so you're right. It is a cat. Okay. The cat bite is generally worse. And this, of course, if you're mauled by a dog, that's worse. Well, but if not you just, mauling. Right. If you just get, like, let's say, bit real hard right. on the forearm by a cat versus a dog, yeah. the cat bite is potentially worse when it comes to infection. Is, isn't there, like, I thought there was a bacteria that lives in the cat litter box that, like... Yeah, I think you're thinking of toxoplasmosis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a worm or something. Uh, it's a parasite. It's a or yeah, it's no. a parasite. Yeah, okay. but that's a totally different thing. Okay. That's a, that that can definitely happen. That's a rare thing. It can be really terrible. But just in general, let's say you get a big bite to your forearm from a cat versus a dog. Yeah. The cat bite is more likely to become infected just with the common bacteria that we get from cat and dog bites. There's a certain type of bacteria you get from that, and that's because what kind of teeth? Do the cats have compared to the it's dog really teeth? really sharp, pointy these, ones. Like, dagger, little yeah. sharp teeth. And when they bite, it punctures yeah. down deep into the muscle and it implants that bacteria mm. nice and deep into your arm. Mm. The dog more like kind of shreds right, and right. crushes tissue. It has to like whip stuff around. Yeah, rah, rah, rah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but there is some question about that because in the emergency department, when we see cat bites, they're infinitely more infected than dog bites. And we think it's that selection bias. Like most of the time when your cat bites you, it's like, no yeah, yeah. big deal. 
The only time you really remember, oh, the cat bit me is because something else happened. Oh, it's infected. And so there's this bias of my cat bit me 12 times and I didn't come in. But this one time it bit me, um, it's infected and I come in. Whereas when the dog bites you one good time, I'm coming in. Yeah, instantly. uh, The only way to work out which really would be the worst bite is to do a randomized trial. So line (laughs) up 10 dogs and 10 cats and say, look, I really want you to have a good chomp on this person's Mm. arm and uh, have Dave come through and get bitten by all of them. Put your arm in this hole. Wait for the bite. See which gets infected the most. But we do think the cat bites, a real cat bite, like the cat wasn't just playing with it, but it was trying to chomp on you, probably because of these sharp needle-like teeth is worse than a dog. But nobody's done the randomized trial. I mean, you could do it. You could do it, Dave. Just work experience. Yeah. Another thing that is sometimes surprising for people. So let's say you got you got your arm all ripped up by a by a dog or or a very vicious cat. Kill a cat. And uh, now you got a big gash in your arm, yeah. and you want us to sew it up for you. So there's actually some controversy over that. So. The cat attacking or no, the sewing the up suturing, the wound? Oh, okay. The suturing. Yeah. Yeah. So classic teaching on that is we, depending on where it is, we we try to not sew it so it's nice and tight and perfect mm-hmm. because then if you have some infection, mm. you're like locking that bacteria in there and it's just going to form a big old pocket of infection and make you more prone to get complications. So it's sort of the classic teaching. That was teaching. sort of the reason. Didn't we talk about this with the um, bear attack in the Revenant? Like right. this, the stitch yes, was all yes. sort of not clean, is all wacky, uneven. And it's we important did. to know because you you, know, you go to the you've got this big chunk of stuff hanging off you, and you go to the emergency department, and the doc instead of putting in fifty stitches, puts in like five. And you're like, hey, I look a bit like Frankenstein. Right. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Like, well, we don't really want to close it too tight. Uh, we think we should let it drain some more. So in some places. Uh, you can probably just clean it up and sew it. So if it's on the face where you've got lots of blood supply right. and you want to have good cosmetic, because I'm beautiful, I don't want to have any scars. No scars. So you clean it out really well, you sew it up, and they probably do fine because of the buds. But if it's like a foot or an arm where it's more likely to get infected, you probably either don't close it at all or just close it lightly. Mm. So the flaps aren't flapping mm-hmm. in the bruise. There's some other stuff you can do to reduce the infection rate. What is that, Jess? Okay, and this is actually really important because it's the most important thing that people need to know if they get bit by an animal. The most important thing for people to do right away. Don't even wait to come to the ER. Do this Do this right away. You need to wash it out. Wash it really, with really, water. really good with water or soap. Just get it washed out immediately. That's, that is the best thing you can do Wait, to try soap? to prevent infection. Yeah, you Just can like use it. Yeah. Nice lavender well, sage bathroom soap? <laughs> no, not so much that. Pour lots of water, like copious yeah. amounts of water. Just squirt lots and lots of water and Even just in a wash drought? out that just- debris. I don't care if it's a drought. This is my arm. (laughs) And just tap water. People are like, oh, well, tap water is not sterile. No, tap water is plenty sterile for this. In fact, even in the emergency department, when we want to do a lot of irrigation, just tap water, as long as Mm -hmm. you're not from Flint, Michigan or somewhere like that. Because if you can reduce the number of bacteria from the dog... Because dogs, I don't know if you noticed, they like to lick themselves and eat poo. Yeah. And then they're (laughs) going to bite you. And guess what? That's going into you. Which grosses me out when people, you know, lick and kiss their dogs. (laughs) It's disgusting. That's a whole other story. Okay? Just want to go there. So wash it out. Yeah, that's actually the first thing I do um, if I'm working at triage and I'm the first person that that patient sees when they come in. If they say they got bit by a dog, I always ask them right away, have you washed it out yet? If they say, no, I just came right in. I say, stop. You're going right to the sink right now. Hold it under running water. Hold it there for 
two minutes just mm-hmm. running water and then come back and we'll talk. Okay. Unless they're like bleeding out or so something. So wash it out. Yeah. Wash it out. Even the snake? How does the snake thing work? Like In general, any wound, wash it out. You but got if you a wound, got the venom wash in you? it out. That's not Usually happen. with the venom snakes, we're not bad. worried about infection. I got bitten by a rattlesnake. I'm worried it's going to get infected. <laughs> <laughs> I think there could be bigger issues here. Yeah. Um, but other things that are important... You know, if, I don't know when your last tetanus shot was. That's something that we would do for you. So you got to come in, make sure we give you a tetanus shot. With a bite, you're worried about a couple of things. One is the tissue damage. You tore my arm half off. I've got to get that fixed. There's the infection with bad bugs. And we're talking about that right now. So we washed it out. And maybe we're not going to close it really tightly. What else can the ER docs do to reduce infection? Bug juice, also known as antibiotics. So they might give you a couple of days of antibiotics mm-hmm. just to reduce some of these uh, sure. bacteria in there. That's cool. Uh, what else do we need to know about bites? Mm, not sure where you're going with this. Like uh, injury to bone, nerves, vessels? Where well, you there's some infections that aren't just sort of a local skin infection that you can get from some bites. Relatively common. So some viruses, some bad things. Oh, yes. Cujo, for example. Right. Oh, I don't rabies. Know if you know Stephen yes, King. Yes, yes. Thank you. Let's talk yes. about that. It lives in the brain, right? Rabies? Uh, it's, it's a little more complicated. Oh, okay. But yeah, let's talk about let's talk yeah, about let's rabies. Talk about rabies. Cujo, okay, rabies, yeah, foaming is, at the mouth. This is what everyone wants to know when they come in after Louis a Pasteur, dog bite. Right? Okay, no, but the thing with rabies, right? Yeah. People always want to know, am I going to get rabies? Sure. Right? Yeah, when you get bit by a dog. Okay, let me ask it this way, David. What do you think is the most likely bite to transmit rabies from an animal to a human? What animal is dog. that? Dog, foam at the mouth. No. Um, it's like bats. Bats have like tons of rabies, right? Well, that's actually on, it's on the, among the top. It's among the squirrels. top. Squirrels. It's you, like little yes, feral yes, things. Yes, you're getting warmer. Um, you're getting warmer. This is good. Uh, raccoons. Yes. Possums. It's, like it's little critters. You got it. Raccoons. It's a raccoon. raccoon. Raccoons. Bats are also really common. Um, there's a lot of animals out in the wild that carry rabies potentially. And those are some of them. Coyotes. There's not a lot. We don't see a lot of coyote bites, nor do we see a lot of raccoon bites. Yeah. Because when you see those raccoons but, on their hind legs, you run. Yes. They, they are terrifying. Yeah. Raccoons. And skunks are the other one. Oh, well, yeah. they have their own little defense. You don't have to get too close to them. Right. So I, I doubt so one of them would bite you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it, Well, they're smoking cigarettes are... and talking in a French accent. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know to stay away from that guy. It's actually amazing how few cases of rabies in the United States Hmm. are caused by dogs. Now, in certain parts of the world, dogs have a lot of rabies. But in the United States, rabies is incredibly rare. In fact, in California, I don't think there's been a proven case of rabies from a dog bite in decades. Really? I'll have to check my math on that, but it's been a long time. When I was in residency, we talked about this all the time. In Central South America, dogs can have rabies, but in uh, North America, almost none. High five to vaccines and the Animal Control Center. You know, I don't even think it's really vaccines because we don't typically vaccinate people against rabies. No, dogs. Yes, we vaccinate dogs yeah. against well, rabies. So, yeah. <laughs> right. so he's still getting his vaccine. Okay, yeah, so good, yeah. Uh, vaccines are good in general. Yeah. The, the classic thing that's taught about potentially dogs that can transmit rabies is it would really only be a stray dog that has a completely unprovoked attack on a human. That'd be the only time that you'd kind of wonder like, well, maybe I should consider treating this person for rabies. And even then you'd probably just quarantine the dog and see what happened mm. with the dog. But if you're, I mean- So what does sure. rabies cause? What uh, happens? Death. You, you, ultimately, if you get rabies, it is 100% fatal. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Whoa. It is a terrible disease. Once you've got it in its full form, there's only been, I think, maybe one or two people who have been have confirmed full-blown rabies and survived. Wow. So it's a terrible, terrible disease. So you know, you've been bitten by one of these things that potentially carries rabies. You want to start immunizing immediately. So they give you this passive immunization. They give you immunization where somebody's already you know, developed the antibodies to rabies. So we're giving you those antibodies. Then they're giving them the vaccine before you get the disease. Because as soon, once you have the disease, it's terrible. You what are the symptoms? Well, you turn into a dog. You get a lot of <laughs> Your ears uh, get longer. To learn more about how this works, we talked to Dr. Greg Moran, who's not just an emergency physician, but also an infectious disease specialist. What happens is the virus reproduces in the skin. It takes it a while to grow there. Then it makes a jump into the nerve cell. That gap in time is what gives us the opportunity to prevent it. So that's why we have that window of a few days to give the rabies shots to prevent it. Once it makes the jump into the nerve cell, then it very slowly goes up the nerve cell into the brain, where it then also spreads among the different neurons. Once it's spread to enough tissue in the brain, that's when the person starts to get symptoms. First, you get this sort of like nonspecific, I feel sick, I feel awful, I got a headache, I got fevers, my stomach hurts. And then you go into what's called the furious stage. The furious stage. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, somebody's got rabies. Confirmed yes. case. So patients agitated like Mel, hallucinating, crazy, fever, their heart's going real fast. And then interestingly, they get hydrophobia so they get they have an aversion to, to water, water. Yeah. yeah it's not a fear of water it's that you choke when you try to eat or drink that's what it is the very complex system of coordinated muscle movements of swallowing go away so you try to swallow a glass of water you can't you choke on it that gets translated in popular culture as hydrophobia or fear of water but it's not really a fear of water Typically, they'll have those symptoms for a while where they're just kind of confused, out of it, altered. And then after that, they go into what's called the dumb stage. It's not a very nice term. And that's where they get just extreme total body weakness. And then they usually perish within a week. Ugh. It's awful. Don't get yeah, rabies. Yeah, don't get rabies. And this is why we, you know, we freak out when uh, somebody potentially has a rabies exposure. Sure. It's such a terrible disease. We can treat it if we get it early. And uh, you know, one of the areas where rabies is really common is in bats, as you said. Mm -hmm. And in fact, the guidelines, and I think this is still correct, the current guidelines, if you're even in the same room with a bat, you have to presume that that bat is weird because it shouldn't be in your room because bats are smart. Yeah. They don't fly into houses. They fly away from houses. So if you're in the same room with a bat, you're supposed to get rabies uh, inoculations. Mm -hmm. You wake up with a bat in your room. Yeah, you should get treated so for how rabies. So what's the um, – how long does it take before – from being bit to death? Not it's, not being treated. What is the prodrome through death? I don't know. What is it? Two I weeks? Yeah, it's a couple weeks. It's okay. pretty quick. Okay. I got a story. Wow. Mm -hmm. There may or may not have been a hospital that I may or may not have worked in in Ohio. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know and, where this is going. <laughs> and uh, on, I believe it was the seventh floor, mm -hmm. one day, a patient woke up and there was a bat in their room, in their hospital room. In the hospital room? In the hospital room. That's okay. a crazy bat. Okay. That's one crazy bat. And every single patient on the seventh floor had to get treated wow. for rabies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a real story. That's amazing. It's a true story. True story. Yeah. Wow. That's now, awful. not all bats. I don't think all bats carry rabies. There's no. some giant fruit bats and stuff. These are usually the littler bats. And the vampire bats, mm -hmm. the actual ones that turn into vampires, mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't have rabies. They're more humanoid. Right. 
They'll get you for other reasons. But if you get bitten by one, you live forever. So okay, it's fine. that's yeah. Okay, so we talked about dogs. We talked about cats. Mm-hmm. We talked about bats. We what? skipped uh, venomous we're snakes we're, 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 for we're, another mosquitoes. time. We're, no mosquitoes. Right. Okay. So, what do you think? What animal do you think their bite is the most high risk for infection? Oh, most high risk out of for infection. Any animal, including the cat. Oh, I, oh, oh, the um. No, I know that the uh, Komodo dragon. It's, <laughs> That's what I think. Its saliva is yes. like nasty bacteria yes. filled, and like you're gonna die if you get bit within like an hour. It's, it's like, gotta be that. I know what Jess is saying, thinking, but I don't think you're right. It's really? gotta be one of those dragon things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's just say, what's another animal with a really dirty? Bite that's likely to get infected and is bad, and human. you're probably yes, yeah, a person, a human bite, <laughs> worse than a komodo. We got a special name for this one because how do you think this? What do you think is the mechanism by which someone gets bit by a human? Well, they are in a boxing ring and yeah. uh, they're going to lose thirty million dollars, <laughs> and then they bite your off. So just <laughs> some happens. sort of fight. Yeah, exactly. So someone is going to go to clock you in the face. Uh-huh. And I punch you in the jaw. Right. And then your tooth scrapes my hand. Okay. We call that a fight bite. Oh. Yeah, the fight bite. You become like a cat. Your tooth goes into the, often into the joint of their fingers. And uh, there's not a very good blood supply in there. So we really worry about those little teeth marks over your knuckles. Yeah, I've got in a fight, you know, fight club. Woohoo. Those infections are very bad in those joints. So we've got to take them to the operating room and clean them out and make wow. sure all those bugs get out of there. It's bad. So here's an idea. Don't punch people in the face. Yeah. Just saying. Gut. Work the it's body. A dirty face. Work the body. Yeah, go for the body. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when we see someone who's got this mark on the back of their knuckles and they have a cut there, we just assume that that's what mm. it is. Because you could imagine that people don't always want to be forthright about mm. the mechanism of how that happened. Right. So you kind of have to just assume that they were they were in a fight and that's a fight bite and high risk for infection. Just saw this the other day. It's pretty common. Pretty common. And who's more likely to get fight bites, boys or girls? Oh, girls all the way. <laughs> girls are tough, you, man. You want to roll. Dave, you want to roll. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, funny. the boys. Oh, the boys. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're fighting with rattlesnakes. And what <laughs> And what other substance is likely alcohol. to be? Alcohol. Yes. So, uh, you yeah, dip the testicles in the alcohol, <laughs> you punch somebody in the face, you're going to get an infection. With a rattlesnake. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many things that can bite you now, particularly in sort of modern society. People have turtles. Turtles can bite you. People keep snakes. They can bite you. Oh, yeah. People Forget have Komodo dragons. Yeah. They can bite you. And it gets a little confusing about like, well, what do I do with these? If in doubt, you know, come to the emergency department, we'll do the usual things. We'll clean it out. We'll wash it. And then we'll go to a little thing called the internet. Mm-hmm. And we'll go, well, I wonder what the hell's in that thing about. I wonder what I should do with that. Uh, so there are some really weird ones. But I wanted to ask you a specific question. We talked about dog bites and, the, you know, they can often yeah. like rip the crap out of you. And I found a list of the top 10 animals with the strongest bites. Ooh. So right. I want to see if you can tell me just a couple of those on the list and then I'll give you um, – from f- number 10 to number one, strongest bite. Okay, in no particular order. No particular order. Just give it to me. I'll see if, uh, if you can get Great Whites. Now, they're not on this list, which is hard to believe. Yeah. Mm, wow. 
that many animals have a stronger bite. These are all, it's interesting because these are all land-based animals. Oh, oh no, they're not. Well, they're, they're kind of all Because I, I could have swore I've seen like a History Channel thing where they like checked the pounds of per square inch mm-hmm, of pressure mm-hmm. on the shark and it was just amazingly strong. And yeah. I'm going to follow up on uh, our next episode and tell you. After we do this one. Okay, so... So I bet you you're right. I bet you it's a shark. The reason the great white shark isn't on this list is because the bite has never actually been measured in the wild. Though there was a 3D computer analysis published by Stephen Rowe et al. in 2008 in the Journal of Zoology. More on that later. Um, a, a pit bull, right? They're notorious for having yeah, all that very, mandible They're very muscle. strong, but they're not in the top 10 of land-based oh. animals, but they're very strong. Okay. We see pit bulls in the immense apartment all the time. They do serious damage. Uh, grizzly bear? Grizzly bear is definitely in the top 10. Big, strong grizzly bear. Approximately, let me give you the average, 1,200 pounds per square inch Ooh. a grizzly can bite wow. you at. That's a lot of That's pounds. Mean. Yeah. That's mean. Come on, give me another one. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some in here. Go. Tiger. Tiger's absolutely in there. Tiger is up the top, I think. Go on, give me another one. Does a lion cover big cats? Yeah, or? big cats. So uh, lions, big cats, okay. they're all around 600 pounds per square inch. I've always heard hippopotamus. Oh, like the yeah, weird the hippo. To me. Absolutely of weird course. to me. And of course, on the list here is hippopotamus, and hippopotamus comes in at number five wow. with 1,800 Ooh, pounds per square inch. So let me give you them now. I yeah. think you've done a really good job there. And who knows if it's fake news, but <laughs> lion comes in at number 10, or other big cats at around yeah. 600 per square feet. Tiger around the same, 1,000 pounds per square feet. Uh, spotted hyena. Oh, yeah. Hyenas, they crunch down on bones. They're yes. nasty. Wow. Yeah. 1,100. Grizzly yeah. bear, we talked about 1,200 pounds per square inch. Gorillas, it turns oh. out. Oh. 1,300 pounds per square inch. Yeah, they're always eating sticks. Hippopot- <laughs> I wonder who was the guy that actually worked this out. Tested it's that. Got, a, got a gorilla biting on something. Come on, Threw give a- it your back. Come on, don't let the hippo win. Threw a pressure plate Bite. into the mouth. Bite on that. <laughs> Piss them off. So hippo. Sounds unethical. Jaguar, as a big cat, has a particularly bad bite. 2,000 pounds per square wow. inch. Twice as much as the wow. tiger. Um, the American alligator. Yeah. Oh, that 2,125. Yeah, there had to be an alligator or a crocodile or something the in there. Saltwater crocodile. Yeah, I was going to say the Nile, the saltwater. That's a ma- nasty. 3,700 yeah. pounds per square inch. And the winner, according to this list, which I have not checked, and it could be false, but we don't really care because it's not that important. The Nile crocodile. 5,000 pounds yeah. per square inch. Yeah. You know what surprises me out of this is that how many of those are from Australia? Any of them? Well, these Australia's known for its poisonous. Poisonous. Yeah. It's got yeah. a lot of alligators. Crocodiles. When you research but, the shark one, yes. can you also come back with a Tyrannosaurus Rex to see yes. if anybody's kind of figured that out? Figured it out. Yeah. Just did the math on Just it? Just to compare. All right. One last fact check for the day. So going back to the great white shark, the estimated bite force is around 4,000 pounds, though again, it's never been measured. And for the Tyrannosaurus Rex, this year researchers estimated that its bite force was around, wait for it. 8,000 pounds per square inch. And now, just to finish off, since we've been talking about alligators, crocodiles, since you brought up Australia, here's a quick news outtake from what recently happened in Australia. I'm sorry, these are my people. Thanks for listening. 18-year-old Lee DePau, full of Aussie bravado and bragging to a girl he just met, deliberately plunged into crocodile-infested waters. How many drinks did you had by that point? 
Uh, about 10 cups of goon. The British tourist he'd been trying to impress could only watch on in horror as the croc attacked, snapping onto his arm. I've never heard a guy scream like that. You know, he was obviously terrified and he was obviously in agony and, you know, it was just sheer panic. He punched it in the snout, but it dragged him six metres and was about to perform the death roll. A split-second desperate decision to gouge its eye saved his life. The croc released. Swam back to the stairs with one floppy arm and pull myself out. Initially, it was thought Lee might lose his arm entirely, but surgeons appear to have saved it. But incredibly, frustratingly, he has no regrets. Do you understand that most of the country thinks that you're one of the stupidest people around right now? Yeah, I do. What's your response to that? I'm not really. Haters gonna hate. As for the girl he risked his life for, Lee says it paid off. He's convinced her to go on a movie date. She's beautiful. Carrying kind. Thanks to Jess Mason, Dave Mason, my name's Mel Herbert. This Won't Hurt a Bit is a production of Fooliboo Incorporated, produced by CeCe Herbert and Bill Connor. The information you hear on This Won't Hurt a Bit should not be taken as actual medical advice. If you have actual medical questions about actual medical things, you should see an actual medical practitioner. Even though we are actually doctors, we're not your actual doctor, so be sensible and keep it real. And this. Oh this. 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 This.